Live and local. This is the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Open for the end zone. It's a Saints touchdown. It's time for two hours of the best sports talk on the airwaves. Here's your host, the Blonde Bomber, Jordy Holtberg. Good afternoon and welcome and a happy Friday, May 26th, the year 2023. You heard in the uh, open for the next two hours. Well, not so fast today. We're going to be here for 30 minutes. That's it. Then we're going to take you right to Hoover, Alabama for continuing coverage of LSU's journey in the Southeastern Conference. You got to chalk it up to bad luck, and we'll talk all about this. Um, We'll talk about the Tigers. We'll talk about the Cajuns. We'll talk about the Cowboys baseball. We'll talk about UL softball getting underway tonight in Washington in the Super Regional. Celtics are staying alive, and an old fired coach has come back to help the New Orleans Saints. That plus Brian Kelly gets yet another big-time football commitment. These stories and more coming your way on a very abridged and abbreviated version of the Jordy Helpert Show. My main man, James Mesh, back in the master control suite in the Evco Development Studios. Evco Development, a civil construction company, that specializes in multifamily construction. It's on the campus of Delta Media, which houses KLWB, which is 1037 Lafayette. We're on KLCJ 1041 in the lovely village of Lake Charles, streaming everywhere. 1037thegame.com, 1041thegame.com. And if you're in the Acadiana area, you can turn your television set on because we are simulcast on Stadium 32.3. And 133 on LUS Fiber. Did you miss the headlines of the day? Not to worry. The Blonde Bomber has you covered. Here is Holtberg's headlines. Just call it misfortune. It is what it is. The, the video replay proved it. LSU baseball loses yesterday to Arkansas. With two outs and a fly ball to center field that was ruled, Hector's interference um, allowed a run to score. And then then, uh, more and more, the old proverbial wheel fell off in a bizarre bottom of the fourth. That game proved one thing to me, that Paul Skeens is not a robot. He is mortal. Um, He had... Arguably his least effective performance at arguably the worst possible time. Um, That fourth inning began. Skeens cruised through the first three innings without allowing a run. Um, He hit the leadoff batter. Then he gave up three consecutive hits, including two RBI singles. Three batters later, Skeens was lifted, replaced by Riley Cooper, with the bases loaded, two outs in a 2-2 ball game, uh, Cooper appeared to get out of the jam by getting designated hitter Kendall Diggs to fly out to center field, but Hector's interference was called, confirmed upon review, all the runners advance. 
giving the Hogs a 3-2 lead. And instead of the inning ending, it continued with a two-run RBI single through the middle to make it 5-2 Razorbacks. Uh, the Tigers would add a solo run later and then a Dylan Cruz home run after that. Um, not enough. LSU struck out a season high 17 times in the game, despite out hitting the Razorbacks 11 to six, 17 strikeouts. You got to be kidding me. Um, Hagen Smith went three and two thirds innings, struck out nine. Hunter Holland came in and pitched in relief and went five and a third, struck out Eight. Paul Skeens gave up five runs on four hits. Two of those five runs were earned. His ERA balloons to 2.01. Now, Tigers got great relief work from Nate Ackenhausen in one game. They got great relief work from Riley Cooper. Uh, today, it'll be Ty Floyd trying to keep the Tigers alive. Uh, we'll take you right up to 230. Then we'll switch to the LSU Sports Radio Network. It'll be LSU versus Texas A&M at 3 o'clock, followed by Alabama versus Vanderbilt. If LSU loses, their SEC tournament run is over, and they await their bid in the NCAA tournament, which will be revealed on Monday. If LSU wins this afternoon, they will play Arkansas tomorrow at noon. The winner of Alabama and Florida will play Alabama Vanderbilt, excuse me, will play Florida after that. The two winners of that game will advance to Sunday's 2 p.m. championship game. So uh, we shall see what happens with LSU against Texas A&M. Speaking of LSU, Tigers at the White House, um, the lady LSU Lady Tiger basketball team uh, being honored for their national championship. Uh, what a day, all the pomp and circumstance and all the, the plaudits that are so worthy and deserved. Back to the baseball front. The Ragin' Cajuns um, took one on the chin last night, losing to Coastal Carolina by the score of 6-2-3. Um, Ty Dooley, Blake Barthol, both hit. Both hit home runs for the number one seed, Coastal. They jumped out to a six-zip lead. Cajun scored two in the sixth, one in the seventh. That was it. Cajuns out hit 12-5 to five in the ballgame uh, as uh, number one Coastal took advantage of every opportunity. A two-run uh, double in the third by Derek Bender. Made it a three-zip game and then... Uh, Bartle hit a Bartle hit a two-run home run. Uh, uh, Dooley, excuse me, uh, homer to right center. Bartle had a two-run um, had a two-run homer. Dooley had a home run in the sixth. Anyway, six zip. They win it six to three. So here's the lay of the land for the Cajuns. Um, they will take on Texas State again. They've beaten them four straight times this year. They'll try and make it five straight at Riverwalk Stadium. It's a 6:30 first pitch. If the Cajuns lose, well, they're done and will not receive an NCAA tournament bid. If the Cajuns are successful and win this after this evening, 
They will go back and take on Coastal Carolina yet again with a first pitch on Saturday set for 1230. So Southern Miss and Coastal Carolina are in the catbird seat. Um, UL is going to have to win some ball games starting today to keep their tournament hopes alive and their season hopes alive. McNeese on the bump yet again after their win yesterday um, over UIW. Um, excuse me. Uh, after their win, yes, uh, three zip yesterday. Now McNeese will take on Northwestern State in a roughly 20, oh, about 21 minutes from now. Um, if McNeese survives and advances through that game, they'll bounce right back and play UNO 30 minutes after the conclusion of that ball game. If McNeese wins that one, then they're in the championship game against number one seed Nichols with first pitch at one o'clock. They would have to beat Nichols twice. So a long road to hoe for McNeese, but they're at home and we'll see what they can do. So there's all your, your baseball updates. Meanwhile, the, um, the Raging Cajun softball team is in Seattle as they will take on Washington tonight um, in the Super Regional. You got to win two out of three. Of course, the Cajuns won the Baton Rouge Regional and to, to advance, taking that uh, regional the distance, beating LSU twice in the last day to to win it and now they have a chance and these are two programs that are 2500 miles apart but they're a little bit similar in both ways they're riding come from behind regional victories and um, there's going to be a lot of talent on the field the huskies are 41 and 13 they scored seven runs in the bottom of the seventh sunday to beat mcneese seven to six and of course you know what uno did to lsu after losing four zip to the tigers on saturday they bounced back and won the baton rouge regional so um both of these teams aren't afraid to travel the cajuns played 40 games away from lamson park uh washington didn't play a home game until it's pac-12 opener um, on March the 10th. So they were on the road a lot. So they, they understand what it's like. They, they understand the, uh, the adversity. They understand what's happening here. Huskies have been to the World Series 14 times with one title and three runner-up finishes. They've made seven other Super Regionals compared to six World Series seasons and seven total Super appearances for UL. Um, they've, all, they've played... 11 times. Washington leads the series against the Cajuns 6-5. to five. The last time they played was way back in 2010. But the Cajuns are 2-0 and against Washington in postseason appearances. So, we will see what happens along the lines of this one. Uh, Jerry Glasgow says Washington's very similar to LSU. Their first three or four hitters are really, really good, and uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, Glasgow expects 
home runs. He expects high scoring games. So there you have it. Good luck to the Cajuns as they take on Washington tonight, nine o'clock our time, seven o'clock Pacific time. Let's take our first time out of the day. When we come back, we'll go around the rest of the world of sports and uh, get you caught up to date on the NBA. Guess who's uh, working for the New Orleans Saints in an advisory role, very hands-on advisory role, and much, much more. It's all coming your way after this first and only timeout of a very abridged Friday version. Stay with us. This is the Jordy Holberg Show on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Your home for the LSU Tigers and Houston Astros. And our great partners like ShopRite, Tobacco Plus, Discount Outlets. 60 of them in southern and central Louisiana. They're in your neighborhood. And you know what I always say, and it's so true. If you can't shop right at ShopRite, you really can't shop right at all anywhere. Hi, Ducks. Cleaning America's air from the inside out. Your dryer vent, right, that leads out the house. You can't see that thing, but it's getting clogged, and it's wearing and tearing on your machine, running up your electrical bills. Get it clean the professional way. Get it clean with Ducks. By Eon, the premier touchless robotic laser body contouring device that helps you lose those unwanted inches, along with permanent fat reduction. Eon in Lafayette, Baton Rouge, and Mandeville. By the Louisiana Lottery, so many opportunities to win because there's so many games to play. But you can't win until you actually start playing and playing responsibly. By DC's Little Capital Exxon, everything under the sun in their store that's off I-10 at the Henderson Cecilia exit, including their true soul food deli. Home of the best cheeseburger I think you'll ever taste. I know it's the one best I've ever tasted. And by Cajun Shop. For 90 years, the Beard family has been in existence right there in St. Martinville, putting out the same great products time and time again. So do yourself a flavor. Turn up the taste with Cajun Chef Hot Sauce. This is the Jordy Holtberg Show. Live from the Evco Development Studios in Upper Lafayette on The Game. 1037 Lafayette, 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Right, we are back 19 minutes after the hour. we got about 10 minutes to go before we take you to the bottom of the hour in LSU baseball as they get ready to take on Arkansas here on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. Boston Celtics doing it again. All the pressure in the world now on Miami. As the Celtics win game five, 110 to 97, the series still in favor of Miami, but instead of being three zip, it is now three two. Game six coming up um, this weekend. Boston with a opened up with uh, on fire, took a 15 point lead after 135 to 20. They outscored Miami by two in the second, so they led by 17 at the half. They never looked back in winning by uh, 13 points. It wasn't even that close. Trust me. Um, Big differential, three-point shooting, always the key to the Boston Celtics. They were 16 of 39, a um, plus 21 from downtown. Uh They um, 
They controlled uh, just about everything. They had 13 steals. They only had nine turnovers. Miami had 16 uh, turnovers. Uh, And you put it all in the bin, in the hopper, and the Celtics with, oh, my gosh, how many people in double figures? Um, Jason, uh, Marcus Smart led the way with 20. Excuse me, Derek White led the way with 24. Marcus Smart with 23. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum with 21 apiece. Um, And Miami just was out of it. And so game six coming up tomorrow, 6.30 from Miami. This is a game seven for both teams, without question, without doubt. If Miami loses this one, Boston will do what no NBA team has ever done, and that's come from three games behind and win in game seven on their home court. That's just going to happen. This is it's do or die time for the Miami Heat. No ifs, ands, buts about it. So we'll see how Jimmy Butler and company respond to this one. We told you yesterday that Matt McMahon picked up uh, a former Kentucky Wildcat forward, Damian Collins, um, six foot niner, got all the awards, all the accolades coming out of high school, hasn't transferred yet to college. Those kind of numbers, that kind of production, maybe a change of scenery will do, will do him good. And while that happened, Brian Kelly on the football front picked up a big commitment from outside of New Iberia, Louisiana. And Westgate High, four-star defensive tackle Demarion Johnson gave his verbal pledge. Um, he's a six-foot-three, two hundred and eighty-pound defensive lineman. He chose LSU over Alabama, Auburn, Texas, and Florida. So this is kind of a this is a great get. Keeps another in-state kid at home, and that's a great one. So with his commitment. Marion Johnson of Westgate High, New Iberia, Louisiana. LSU's 16-man recruiting class is ranked number five in the nation by 247 sports and includes six of the top 10 Louisiana prospects in the class. So that is a good one. You realize we're uh, 100 days away from the kickoff between LSU and Florida State, that's it. It's getting there. SEC um, spring meetings are next week. And then it's time to get down to cases. So uh, we'll see what happens along the lines. This is not a time when you can win a championship, but you can certainly lose one. And with that in mind, the New Orleans Saints are um, digging into um, the old coaches association to uh, get some help as Derek Carr comes over from the Raiders and the Saints brought in an old Raider coach by the name of John Gruden to kind of sit back, evaluate, as, and, and, and give his opinion on things and, and what Derek Carr does well and what he doesn't do well as Carr is going through the first installment of the offense during off-season workouts. So the Saints are bringing bring John Gruden in to tailor their system 
to the strengths of the veteran free agent quarterback who signed a four-year, $150 million contract in March. So for the next few weeks, the Saints will try to put Carr's stamp on the system they've run for the past 17 years. Pete Carmichael's been the right-hand man of Sean Payton for all those things. So they'll cull from, from three sources, plays that Carr likes in the existing offense, old ones they can dust off from their archives, and new ones they can incorporate from Carr's days with the Raiders. So Carr has worked out primarily out of West Coast offenses in Vegas. John Gruden, Josh McDaniels ran similar offensive systems to the ones the Saints have employed since Sean Payton kind of implemented that scheme in 2006. So it should be a smooth, smooth transition. Payton's offense heavily influenced by Gruden from their time together on the Philadelphia Eagles staff in 1997. Now, to make it even easier, the transition, the Saints signed two of Carr's old Raiders targets in free agency, wide receiver Brian Edwards and tight end Foster Moreau. So now they bring in Gruden this week to pick his brain about the offensive transition. He spent much of his time at the Saints facility with Carr and the offensive coaching staff as they orchestrated the early stages of the offensive installment. I think it's smart. Why not? Gruden's uniquely familiar with Carr, uh, so the move to bring him on campus makes total sense. Carr enjoyed the best years of his career in his three-plus seasons under Gruden from 2018 to 2021. So now it's up to Pete Carmichael to figure this all out and take the similarities and add the add the newness to it, add some other things that best make Derek Carr effective. The terminology is different. Um, apparently, the protection protocols and many of the passing concepts are generally the same. And Carr said, I'm used to that family of offense. It's all the same drawing, just different words. It's just different words that mean different things. Um, so we shall see. That's why you have all this stuff. That's why you have all these practices and that you have all these meetings where they can actually learn so that when the season comes, boom, good to go. So I think very smart to bring John Gruden in and pick his brain uh, to make Derek Carr the best quarterback he can become because if he has a really good year, then the Saints will have a really good year. So there you have our little br abridged version of uh, of today's show. Remember, we've got LSU baseball coverage coming up at the bottom of the hour. So stay tuned for that as they take on Arkansas, or as Les Miles would say, Arkansas. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, Lenny Kravitz is 59 today. So if today is your birthday, May 26th, happy birthday from all of us to all of you. Lenny Kravitz is 59 years old. Hank Williams Jr. Are you ready for some football? A Monday night party. Hank is 74 years old today. So a couple of uh, 
singers highlighting our birthday wishes for the day. I, we're going to be off on Monday for Memorial Day, so I wish each and every one of you a very, very happy holiday weekend. James Mesh, thank you. Thanks to all of you for listening. Thanks to our partners. Uh, until Tuesday, God willing, I'm Jordy Helper. Stay thirsty, my friends. Do everything you can to stay healthy. Let's be kind to one another. And, um, man, be happy. Tigers versus Razorbacks. If the Tigers win, they advance to take on um, Tigers, Texas A&M next. If they win, they'll play at noon tomorrow against Arkansas. If not, they'll head on back to Baton Rouge and wait for who is coming to Baton Rouge for the regional. So stay tuned. Enjoy the ball game next here on the game. So long, everybody. Have a great weekend and happy Memorial Day.